You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. Do you remember when you discovered that there was no Santa Claus? Do you remember what a nightmare that was? I mean, it wasn't at the time. It was kind of like, oh, man, kind of like more like a head slapping event where you've just felt duped, even though you were probably, what, 10? I was, I think, yeah, I was definitely nine because my parents told me we snuck down or I did, me and my sister, but I think I'm the one who came down first uh, and they were still putting shit under the tree and then they just told me and that was in 1975 I remember it distinctly so yeah I was nine nine when I found out there was no Santa but for the however many years before that that I was actually conscious enough to even really fucking appreciate Santa which was probably only about I don't know five it was so wonderful but when you find out that it's all a lie, what's your reaction? It's kind of like, um, wow, okay, I can deal with this. But also like, huh, is there magic or is it a lie? And of course, the great analogy is the fantasy of Santa Claus. It's so beautiful and it's so fake is that true for Jesus, too, the story of Jesus? And with all due respect to all other religions, I mean, Christianity, such a gigantic worldwide faith, is kind of like the Santa Claus story. You know, a magical, well, son of God, born of a virgin, you know, has all these wonderful things to say, sacrifices himself to prove his magicalness and you know floats up from the grave walks among the living as a ghost but as also real no explanation it's just you know heavy duty stuff but then you think yeah but there was no santa man there was no santa there was no easter bunny when i found that money under my pillow when i put my tooth there that was my parents too you know, I mean, fuck, not not even a tooth fairy. And so flash forward to 2020 in the United States. And you see these polls that have 40% plus, 45% supporting Trump in any way. And I don't care if they're, how about the whites? Whites in general, was it 52%? You know, I don't believe the whites or whites means you're an idiot or you're ignorant or you're stupid. Like there was someone, woman who tweeted after the first debate, you know, that the moderator let, uh, or no, I'm sorry, after after the Pence, uh, Kamala Harris debate, that they let Pence white man all over the stage. And I, 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 I hate that kind of crap. I honestly think that kind of comment, that kind of thought process, that illiberal left thought process is a big problem problem in America today. And I think it's it's not so much a problem that, ex- that it exists because I think it's normal that you'll have the fascist right wing and the illiberal left wing and both of them are disgusting, you know, but they should be like 10%. They should be like the minimum fringy pathetic, you know, people they are. 
Uh, but w- w- the liberal left is kind of growing. It's growing in size and dimension. And you've got the universities like, um, you know, Berkeley and such shutting down even the freedom for certain, you know, more uh, hate, hate-ish speakers to speak there. And I just think there is no moral right or moral left. There is no uh, right to silence freedom of speech. There is no... Um, it's not America if we shut down viewpoints on either side. And um, it's definitely a problem on the left. There's definitely a righteous wing that's growing, that, that acts as if, and they're the Bernie bros and all that too. I mean, that acts as if, um, you know, unless you go radical or go to these extremes that you should be snuffed out basically. Um, and then they throw up their arms and say they're all the same. The middle ground's all the same. Everybody's equal. Fuck it all. I'll vote for, you know, the Green Party or whoever other candidates running and therefore basically escort Trump into the White House. I mean, they don't understand the political process. And they're so judgmental of people who aren't as extreme as them, right or left that um, they can't make an obvious choice between right and wrong. Which happened in 2016. And we flash forward to today and I say, is there a Santa Claus? Is there a Jesus Christ? Because that's the kind of election this is, in my humble opinion. Donald Trump is the devil. It's not negotiable. Not because he has fire flames, you know, blowing out of his ass and horn pointy horns on his head and he's murdered people and he has kitty porn in his, you know, computer. But because he lies, because he has no common decency, because he will say anything to appease those who he believes support him. And that kind of lack of character is immoral. It's wrong. You know, I don't know if you had parents. Did you have any? Do you have any moral fiber? Because if you do, you know, you can't just blow with the wind. You can't just say whatever suits the people that are going to tell you you're great. You have to actually have some sense of right and wrong for yourself. You have to stand up and believe in things. You have to have a backbone. You have to have some moral fiber. It's normal to feel that way. And everybody makes choices. And sure, we all waffle from time to time. We have differences of opinion. We may grow and evolve. But at the end of the day, if all you're doing is espousing things that are going to appease those who tell you how great you are, then basically you are admitting that you have no personal, true um, beliefs of any kind. You have no fiber of being. Who are you if your focus is on others all the time? Uh, and, and, you know, you may think these narcissists and sociopaths 
are really all about them. But when you think about it at the ultimate extreme level of reality, it, they're really always about everybody else but them. They're, they're about everybody else who is only into them. So they're extreme, uh, exclusionary people who don't even think about their own self-interest. That's what's happening to Trump. He's eroding away any electoral base that could get him, even the electoral college victory he had four years ago, because he refuses to make a decision and make a statement that isn't appeasing the people he knows for certain are going to check that box for him. And so he just keeps stroking the same group of people. And he, it's almost like he's clueless about winning elections is about that, those undecided voters, those independents or waffling uh, liberal I mean, Democrats slash Republicans who, who change, you know, from election to election. He doesn't care about them. He only cares about uh, the people that he knows already support him, which, of course, is helping him go nowhere. But it's also one thing he's right about is it's solidifying those people who who like him, who who, who supported him. And the more he reposts positive stuff about QAnon or repost lie theories, crazy conspiracy theories about Joe Biden or et cetera, et cetera, and feeds into this radical group that, that just loves him and believes anything he says, and they truly do. He is solidifying uh, that number of people to vote for him, and we're going to see it. And he may be bringing more of them out. And he keeps saying, I believe we have a, a silent electorate out there. And he may be right. What if the 40%, 45% is just so much more passionate than the 55 to 60%? What if they just vote more and um, because they're that much more in love with him and his idolatry? And sociopathic nihilism and narcissism. And he's a nihilist. That's the part that people don't, people don't think about nihilism much. I mean, what does it mean? It means you believe in nothing. If all you believe in is whatever uh, jerks your own dick off, that's not believing in anything. You have to actually have ideals and dreams and aspirations and goals. He has none other than whatever um, helps him get to the next day. And that kind of uh, inspiration is no inspiration. He really is a man who believes in nothing. But here's the point. The fact, the fact that he can stoke and reaffirm and perhaps even help grow his base, his 40% base, which I used to call it 30%, but I'm sorry. That Republican Party's dead, and those fuckers holding on to him, like Ted Cruz and everybody else, they are solidified as part of that. Every last motherfucking Republican who pretends to be a politician, a moderate, whatever, who's hanging on to Trump and riding his coattails and sucking his cock is absolutely a Trumpy, a Trump supporter, and they're every bit as disloyal to America depraved and dishonest and supportive of a liar, 
and supportive of someone who has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt is unworthy of the presidency. And as they hold on to that person and they're going to go, they're going to go vote for him again. And so what we have here is a solid, I think a solid 45% of the United States of America who is decidedly immoral. We have a solid 45% or more of this country who doesn't give a damn about the truth, about common decency, about integrity. They don't care if a man or woman has a code of ethics, has decided upon a manner in which they want to live their lives, stands for anything, is consistent in their beliefs, is willing to take a hit for those beliefs, is willing to lose an election or otherwise in their lives due to their moral fiber. There is a solid 45% of this country who doesn't care about any of that. And I don't know about you, but to me, that's like shooting Santa Claus in the head with a bazooka. Because I always believed that America was about all of those things. Integrity, truth, um, moral fiber, um, standing for something. I always believed Good, being good was all of those things. I always believed that being a decent person was related to all of those things. Telling the truth. The stories about George Washington, you know. I cannot tell a lie. It was I that cut down the cherry tree. It was that Benjamin Franklin. See, I don't remember who, but I remember the story. Abraham Lincoln, you know. I have to go to the bathroom. His wife, you know, says, that's all right. I'm just enjoying this play. Have a good time. I'm making stories up. I'm just having fun with this. But you know what I mean? FDR. He's like, let me just wheel over here for a little bit. Oh, shit. Is that a Japanese plane? Where am I? It's Hawaii. Fuck. No, none of this happened. But listen, that's not the point. The point is, the point is that we, and for all of those presidents, even George W. Bush at 9-11, sitting there reading it, what was it? Barton hears an elephant fart. Whatever book he was reading to the children that day and the aide comes in and says, hey, we just were getting fucked over by, you know, the country that, you know, you just don't care about and your father your father pissed off and um, misled the, the uh, leaders over there and now they're coming back and they hate America and we're dying here in the droves, but, you know, hey, if you want to come out of the classroom. And George just looked around and said, okay. And then he just kept reading the children's book to the kindergarten classroom because he was he might have had a depends on how luckily if he did, because otherwise when he got up, every all the kids saw the wet bottom when he walked away. But at least he had integrity. At least he was in that classroom. At least he didn't say, is anybody here going to vote for me? Then fuck you. I'm going to run out of here and handle this. They they weren't they weren't people. They 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 weren't voters. You know, he stuck with those little kids in the face of a disaster because he didn't know what to do. He was shitting his pants. But the point is, you know, you can't bash George W. Bush really. I mean, he lied about 
well, they all lied about weapons of mass destruction, but it was really sort of a military underpinnings, fanatical religious uh, people like Rumsfeld and all that. It just just sort of leading them down the wrong path. But at the end of the day, um, at least most of our presidents in this country and people over the history of the United States really did have uh, best intentions, you know, they really did. I believe that. I might be naive, but I really believe that. And I believed in the Tooth Fairy and I believed in Santa Claus and so on. But now uh, we've seen from Trump, not just Trump, and the despicable, um, uncouth, unprincipled nature of that man, but we've seen such a gigantic and sizable and powerful portion of this country rise up and not just support him, but vehemently support him and go, die for him. I mean, when it comes to the COVID uh, pandemic and not wearing their masks, they are literally dying for this sociopath because he strikes such a deep chord with them about their distrust with of government, even though he, you should never distrust a government more then you should distrust a government under this guy. But they hated the government so much, and he represents their their loathing of people of color, of changing times, and of government and power of corporations, yet they want the money so badly they thought, put a rich TV star in power and he'll give me the money. They lose all their money. It's not his fault. You know, They lose their lives. That's not his fault. The Chinese. I mean, whatever it takes, they'll believe anything. And to see that ugly, depressing, hideous underbelly of mankind in such droves here in the United States, it's just, yeah, it's like assassinating the Easter Bunny. It's like putting Santa Claus headfirst into the guillotine. It's like uh, taking the tooth fairy out into the woods and uh, catching him in a bear trap and listening to him scream before you drown him in the blood from his ankles. It's really a, a bad thing. But... Here, I'll end this podcast on this little hope, hopeful note. It's a minority. It's still not most of the people in this country. Yes, it's very sad that such a solidified, hard percentage of people in this country are willing to say, fuck everything that used to be good and true. Fuck everything that used to be America. I just want someone to stand up there and speak my hatred for me. Because that's what Trump does. I want someone who's up there who can spew the degree of bile that I feel in my own entrails. Yeah, it's very depressing to know that 45 solid percent of this country have that degree of bile in their entrails and in their brains. But here we are. They can be funny. They can like the same movies as you, the same TV shows. 
They can be sexy, look nice in tight clothes. You could want to date them. They could be compassionate to children and animals. They could be religious and even support a degree of faith that you support. Or they could be atheists. They could be intellectuals. They could be well-educated. Although mostly they're white and non-college educated, let's be real. But it's just disappointing, to say the least, that there are so goddamn many of them here in the greatest nation the world has ever known. And that's no shit. That's no lie. Take that to the bank. And by the way, anybody who tells you that America is still not the greatest nation in the world is a moron. Okay? Anybody who thinks that because 45% of our country is a bunch of assholes, that means that the whole country is a bunch of assholes. Here's, here's the, the message of hope, and I'll leave you with this. The majority is not only the majority, and it's not only going to take home this election. It's not only going to win the day, because it is. Trump is done. But it's also the reality of the spirit of America, and it's still very alive very thriving. Trump won, I'm sorry, Obama won eight years, just four years ago. This is who we are. Never doubt the passion, the faith, the integrity of the majority. And it is not only the majority. It is the reality of where this country is evolving, where it always was and where it will stay. The people of integrity who were white men, hello, they were. They're dead now or too old. But the reason this country was great, and it was great, was not because of women or blacks or minorities. It was because of white men. It was great because of white men being great. What we have now is a, bu a bunch of young punk thug white men who are racist and older, bitter white men who are no longer really, they were never the crux of this country. They are the white men who were passed by, who are failed. Or they are the rich white men who want to hold on to the fading glory that they had for years. But let me tell you this. The white, smart men are making up a huge percentage of the supporters for Joe Biden. The white, college-educated, creative open-minded, loving, white men are gigantically behind Joe Biden and gigantically against Donald Trump. Don't doubt the white man. Doubt a group of people of all races, of all genders, who are fucked up, <laughs> who are dragging this country down. A majority of whom are white men, yes, but they're people who are fading out. And thank God for that. They're a group of people who is diminishing in their power. They are. They can't regain it. They won't. We are a progressive nation. We are a nation moving forward. We are a nation of strength. We are a nation of many peoples. We are a nation of all genders. Even the new ones. The bi-gendered, tri-gendered, non-gendered categories that you can select on social media. 
We are a nation of those people. We are a nation of all people. We truly are. And we will. We being that sort of group of non-discriminatory people who still believe in integrity and truth and love and compassion, we will remain as America, despite the fact that the last four years have been hijacked from us. And the illiberal left and their judgment and terrorism of uh, the freedom of thought of sort of hate mongers, it's not going to win the day. That's fear talking. That's the fear of the pathetic, fading hate mongers. They realize they're slipping away. They're afraid of the illiberal left because they think, I'm not going to be able to speak hate anymore. I'm not going to be able to dominate. No, shut up. You're actually in the hands of good people, motherfucker. And the people you're holding on to weren't any good. And look at you supporting Trump. Case in point. How can you pretend to have the moral high ground when you've supported that guy? So don't talk to me about how the liberals are going to rub out the ability to have freedom of speech or to have thoughts that are contrary to whatever they believe. No. In reality, you are the ones doing that. You are the ones losing that. You are the ones afraid. And the illiberal left aren't really illiberal that much. Some of them are. But most of them, the vast majority of the people on the left, the vast majority of people on the left are just people that want to hate hatred, the people that want to shut down exclusionary tactics. That's the vast majority of the people on the left. And so don't give me this shit about you're afraid. They've been afraid for 50 years. They've been deprived for 50 years. They've been made to be afraid of you, white man. That's true. So don't use that kind of vibe of, oh, I'm afraid of censorship of my views and my feelings now. No, that's just, that's just equaling things out. You're just losing a little bit of what you should have given up long ago, pal. Things are just becoming normal finally. That's what's happening. And you're just scared because you liked having all the power, naturally. And it's hard to lose some of the power you had. Yeah, it is. It's a hard thing, but chill out. These are good people. They are. They're loving and they're mostly nonviolent. And at the end of the day, uh, they have integrity. They have way more than you if you supported Trump. So go forward and love and believe we are the majority. We will win the day. This is America. This is America. The Amer- we are still a country of integrity, uh, honesty, and um, respect for all peoples. That's who we are, and that's who's going to win the election in 2020, and that's the government we're going to put forth from this point on. And not only that, even if the government doesn't win, they'll never take over the people. They'll never take over the institutions and the and the educational system, and they'll never win the day. When the majority of the people have the power to vote in other people, even if it's not at the national level where the Russians take over or whatever, they can't corrupt our society to its core. At the core of our society, we are who we are, which is definitely moving left, definitely moving loving. Left means moving towards inclusiveness. It means moving towards openness, 
truth and honesty means moving towards integrity in the sense that we aren't going to uh, shut down people because of fear and protecting what we've been in some reactionary way. Do you get it? Do you get it? I hope you do. I know you do. Believe in this election. Believe in the power of America. I love you. Yabba da boop